Running Black Ops into Laos in 60... Running tunnels. Tunnel Runners. Um, Tunnel Runners, we're here with you. I'm Tunnel Runner Jeff. That's uh, Tunnel Runner Ben. I'm Tunnel Runner Ben. What's your favorite kind of tunnel to run, Jeff? Uh, One uh, that's got uh, just a right amount of a mystery to it, so I don't Mm -hmm. really know what's really at the end of the tunnel or what's, what's around a bend in the tunnel. Uh, one that is big enough for me to stand up in. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's uh, yeah, that's key. You know, you get on one of those little creepers to go through some of these like tiny, tiny tunnels. Like that's uh, you know, fun in its own way, but it's just physically a little grueling. More spiders in those. Mm, you know, you know what I did the other day. Mm. You know those little carts that they'd have at PE that were just like a flat little cart with some wheels on it. Yep, I took one of those, laid down on it, okay. and had somebody pull me through a tunnel, and that was really fun. That does sound like a It was a good one time. of the smaller tunnels I couldn't walk through, yeah, and so they yeah. just kind of pulled me through. Um, also, a lot of spiders. Oh, yeah. No, tiny tunnels means more spiders. We all know that. That's rule number one of tunnel running. All right. Well, would-be tunnel runners out there, we're ready hello. to take your questions about a vast variety of subjects. Um, in fact, we are not taking any questions about tunnel running today no not a single one not today. a single one today so if yeah if you've got uh t- tr questions that's gonna have to wait um but yeah if we've uh if if you've got some questions we've got a variety of ways for you to reach us uh you could leave us a voicemail on the phone number you could you're in chat you could ask us a text-based question there and we're available on discord instructions for getting through to us on the voice line via discord are available in the chat there as well uh so let's see i've got uh uh, some questions here piling up maybe i'll start uh with this one from piano dentist less of a question more of a statement i'm sleeping in a shed (laughs) hats off to you yeah nice nice work live your best life yeah Sometimes the shed life is nice. It's if it's a freestanding shed separate from the house. It's like like I had a friend when I was in elementary school who lived in the garage. He moved out to the garage and it was like on one hand I was like, man, it seems like it get really cold out here. On the other hand, I was like, dude, the, your room is huge. It's like a bachelor pad. Yeah, this is fucking badass. You got a couch in here. That's fucking crazy. Uh so I, I'm I'm all for that, uh, you know. If, if you're if you're shedding it up, uh, I'd say give it a go. Um, let's see. I'm just gonna say this apropos of completely nothing. Okay. If you uh, spam me on Discord, you're gonna get blocked. Oh shit! I will abuse the fuck out of my moderation powers. Oh, shit. Because I have little to no oversight, baby. That's true. I'm all the way over here. Woo! Captain Nova G says, what do you think about the Onimusha PS4 announcement? Yeah, they're going to bring out Onimusha Warlords. It's the first Onimusha on current consoles. It's just silly. That's not silly. Whatever. Those games were uh, certainly well-liked in their day. Um... It was never really my thing because I, you know, I wasn't a Resident Evil fan to begin with. So all of the games that kind of followed in the footsteps of that type of tank control or, or you know, that type of look and feel, uh, even a little bit, was generally not my thing. So I, I never really liked, um, never, never really liked Onomusha that much either. Uh, did you ever play that uh, Onomusha game that's kind of like uh, Smash Brothers? No, I didn't even know it was a thing. Uh, yeah. until like last week when you told me that was a thing yeah <clears throat> it's a thing i mean it's not a thing but you know it exists it's like a, a yeah it's a thing it's not a thing yeah. capital a right no no not capital a capital t um uh, i got one more question here uh pal Vand, when ordering pizza during a tornado and flash flood war- would ordering pizza during a tornado and flash flood warning make me a bad person what percentage of tip would ease the guilt Depends on when it's going to hit, how much time you got. If it's a warning and not necessarily like the actual event and you've got enough time before it's likely to kind of roll in. Yeah, but what if you don't know? If you don't know, then that's, uh, yeah, then that's that's uh, that's a lot. Hey, if they're open and selling pizzas, no, never mind. No. <laughs> that was my cor- first. Because of course they are. That was my first thought too. Uh, yeah, like, oh yeah, you know, they would just close if they were really worried about the safety of their employees, but. Hmm. 
maybe not. Um, if you're like, if you're going to be snowed in and you absolutely have no other way of like getting food to you and you need food or whatever, and you have to absolutely do this or you don't care, leave, yeah, leave like a t- $10 tip. I was, I was going to express it as a percentage. I was going to say maybe like, what, like 40%? Yeah. Maybe 50 even. I usually just do like a five kind of across, like universally. That's just my, because I feel like, you know, more food does I, I feel like delivery doesn't necessarily scale the same way like a restaurant would yeah. scale. I, I if they're making two trips from the car because yeah. you order so much food or something like, if like it's that. that, that extreme, yeah. I might bump it up. But I feel like as a general rule, it's five. And then if there is some sort of extraneous circumstance, like when it was really smoky because yeah, of all yeah. the fires, right. I was tipping 10. Like, you know, come on. Just I feel cool. like I was usually somewhere around seven, yeah. five to seven, somewhere around there. Yeah. But that, that also worked out to like a reasonable percentage on top of that. So it was kind of... One of these apps, one of these food delivery apps uh, that I started using. Uh, one of these apps. <laughs> That's that song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't Chili's even do... used it in that uh, campaign. And then they redid it and nobody likes the new no, version. Yeah. Uh, mo- most of the apps will be like, oh, what percent do you want to tip? Or you can enter a flat rate. Yeah. Uh, this one doesn't even let you choose like a flat rate. So you had to choose te- like 12, 15 or 20%. And I ordered, and it wasn't, I wasn't, the place wasn't cheap that I was ordering from. Yeah. Yeah. So the 12% one even was like $9. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer, man. I mean, whatever the guy's going to make your apps better. I guess if you're listening, people who made the app that I forgot the name of. Excellent work. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to get back to producing. Okay. Uh, why don't you let me know when you got a call? Sure. I'm going to have a call in a moment. Great. I love it. Um, what does your audience consist of geographically? Asks Kubco. Kubco. Uh, is it the EU, North America, Asia? Does it affect your content schedule? And if yes, how? Um, I think last time they broke down cities, and I think actually I could log in and, and look at a city breakdown. It was New York. At the top, uh, people in New York love Giant Bomb. There, it turns out they're all walking here to get back to their computers so they can watch us on GiantBomb.com. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. Uh, and then London was very high. Oi! Yeah, uh, oi indeed. Um, so it might have been New York, London, L.A. I think might have been it. I, I forget. Uh, but those those were some of the areas. We, we do well in... Uh, English-speaking areas of the world, uh, gen- generally speaking. Um, and as for content schedule, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm of two minds of it. Like, these days, you know, we, we tend to kind of put stuff up and, and put it in for like, hey, this is going to go up at 6 a.m. And, and that sort of stuff. And, and I think that has made sense in the past. I don't always know that, like, you know, maybe we should just start running stuff and, and not hold it uh, – for a schedule, I think I know there's some people that like the idea of like, hey, we're gonna come to the site every morning. There's always gonna be something there, um, but I don't know if that I don't know if that's the the best thing numbers wise. Hmm. I don't know. Um, why don't we take a call? Sure thing. We got a caller on the line. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? It's you. Hello. Let's give him a moment. Murphy, it's you. No. No. That's no. Nothing, nothing. Okay. Yeah. No, all right. We'll okay. come back. All right. I see some people spouting some country breakdown stats that I don't. I don't know how anyone would have. We might have actual access to the real numbers, other than the stuff that gets floated out onto these. Sites that do not use accurate metrics at all. Uh, people like to be like, ah, the Alexa rank is this. It's like, guess what? The Alexa rank is garbage and kind of always has been. Um, GG Duo says, what are some types of games you wish indie game makers would try to create? Personally, I really liked the Bishy Bashy Party Game series by Konami. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Like if someone was out there trying to make a new Bishy Bashy. I'd be totally into I mean, that. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. 
Hmm. Yeah. That's... Is there like stuff that like I, I feel like there's a lot of like that's been well mined at this point. Like Kickstarter really ramped that up in terms of like, hey, we're making a spiritual successor to X right. genre of game that does not happen a lot uh, anymore. And so, like, I feel like that has happened a ton. Uh, so I'm not even sure. Uh, yeah, I what's feel like left. <laughs> my, right? fa- my favorite things are when indie games will like blend the genres, you know, and kind mm-hmm. of be like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Battle Chef Brigade was like. It's a cool, weird fighting thing plus a puzzle thing plus a cooking thing. Or like, you know, I want to see more rhythm game cross MOBA or, you know, what have right. you. Yeah. Stuff like that is the, what I really like. Yeah. When they when they get into bishy-bashying the genres together. Yeah. That's, it's uh, a bash-up. Yeah. That's fun. Kit-bashing genres. Put a fucking bazooka on that thing's arm. Uh... Let's see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, washing, washing Rotom uh, says uh, you mentioned earlier sins of RPGs. Do you have other sins for games in general? For example, going through a door and the camera angle changes to the opposite face, so you go right back through the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about uh, Dragon Quest and and you know some of the stuff that I just when when RPGs do those things, I tend to bounce off them a little more uh the the status effect thing like i just i you, you, i'm sure if you watched that persona four endurance run i probably said it a handful of times just like buffs and debuffs just a hassle <laughs> <laughs> who who wants to bother yeah just right? make me strong just, just let me be just stronger give me good just items. fight it out i just want to hit the fight button just, let me hit the fight button i just want to hit the fight button I I've gotten recently into buffs and 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 the like. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you know, I I like the the almost. It, it's almost like a song. It's just kind of the way it, something will build and then boom. I like the way that like a, you know, you start buffing, buffing, buffing your character, and then you just get that one attack ready and. Yeah, you just keep you just, keep buffing it, keep on buffing it up to a nice, powerful sheen. Just get in there, just rub it, and then just get that buff wax going. Wax on, wax just off. Just keep waxing, keep buffing, keep buffing, keep buffing, keep buffing, and then at the end, this, this is just glorious release. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I mean, unless you want to just like at the last moment pull it back in, so you're even stronger next time. Sure. Yeah. No, that that makes sense too. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, like managing like, oh, this person's poisoned and having to be do out of combat stuff to to get them right and all this. It's just, yeah, you know. All right, let's try this again. Okay. Hello, Hello caller. caller. Hi, this is Nick from Seattle, Washington. Hey, Nick, what's on your mind? Uh, I was playing Hollow Knight recently, and I noticed that um, when you touch an enemy that you get hurt, which I guess is a throwback thing, but then it made me start wondering, like, in Mario and stuff, he never got so the Goomba never got hurt, but Mario got hurt. And I'm wondering, is like Mike, uh, Mario a hypochondriac or something, or like why do uh, why do enemies get hurt when you touch them? Yeah, it's, it's why why like you know you have to touch the Goomba in a specific way to hurt it. Yeah, you know, like you, if, if you touch from above, then then it's a, a problem. But yeah, just the the walking up on to like if, if a Goomba crushes Mario, it doesn't kill him per no. se. It might. And and the thing like, what's a Goomba even doing? It's just walking. It's just walking. I mean, How, it, I assume it's biting. If you look at the artwork in later Goombas, you know they're kind of like teethy kind of. Okay. What about a Koopa? Turtles bite. Yeah, but they got little beaks that you can just kind of swat away they might have like you know they might have like there's a lot of torque there though those are powerful jaws even if it's small if they get it on you it's going to be unfucking pleasant same way you don't want to get like bit by a goose it's not going to kill you but it might make you small but a, a turtle bite shouldn't do the same amount of damage as a fucking bullet a man-sized bullet a man-sized bullet's moving really slowly though that's true damn it they thought of everything yeah Mario is probably the most realistic representation of physics in video games, as far as I can tell. I mean, it, it's, you know, like everything lines up. There's a there's a definite logic to it. It just feels like the real world. So, yeah, that's probably my answer to your question. Yeah, well, uh, thanks uh, for taking my call. Outstanding. Have a great day, Nick. 
Hot lines today. That's right. Got a lot lined up. Okay. Well, you you keep it going here. Uh, Clearbrook says, I own an SVC Chaos Arcade machine, and I'm moving from the East Coast to Hawaii. Do I ditch the machine or put up with the extra shipping weight? Huh. I wonder if you could get more money for it in Hawaii because it's probably a little more rare there. If you tr- if you opted to sell it later, would you be able to make that money back? Um. Because yeah, I might. Oh man, that's a weird. You know, there are ways to play SVC Chaos that don't involve you owning an arcade machine. Um. Yeah, you go over to your friend's house. That's right. Go to your friend's house who bought your SVC Chaos Arcade machine for too much money. That's a, that's also a, that's a long haul move across country and then some. That's a cross country, cross country, not even continental country. That's the full country at that point. Um. So I yeah that's uh. Hmm. I guess it would depend on the the amount of money involved in shipping it. You know, I'd probably weigh it out that way and go like, ah, is it really worth this many dollars for me to keep this thing? Is the place you're moving into going to be cooler for having it there? Probably. Um, and and probably weigh it out uh, that way, like like just to figure out if you if you want to hang on to it or not. Hmm, it's a tough one. I might let it go, but I, I'm I'm in a. I'm in a mode right now where I like letting that stuff go to people. Depends on how much you use it. Like if you play it all the time and you really value it and cherish it, I, I would absolutely keep it. But if not, there's probably someone out there who would probably get a lot more use out of it than you would. And so I could see getting rid of it. Um, Devil Strip has a disgusting question that I just, I can't even, like I don't want to take it, but it just, it's something about it makes me so angry. Hit me. Post-poo wipe procedure. Standing or sitting? Sitting. 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 Spread legs. Sitting. It's easier. Sitting. Does any... Who stands up? Who stands? Because you clench. You clench when you stand. Who stands? Who stands? Who stands? You don't mean that question. You just wanted to ask something gross. I guess it... I guess logistically you could stand. You could like spread and squat. But at that point, why are you even doing that? You can why? just sit and why do it. Why would you do that? You're putting in so much more no, extra effort. Yeah, there's no benefit to that. You don't win by standing. That's not. You don't have anything to prove. You don't get a medal for standing up. I'd rather wipe back to front than stand and wipe. Wow. That's how far I'm willing to take that. Wow. I hate myself most of all for even taking the question. It just God, why would you hmm. Hmm. Doombot thirteen asks, if you could be any Mario enemy, who would it be? Magic Koopa. Oh, yeah. That's I feel like that's getting up into like almost like well, I guess it's not a boss. That's a yeah, he's regular not, ass. There is a there is a uh, yeah. Namek. Yeah. Kamek? Kamek. Kamek. Namek's a planet. Yeah. Kamek's from Namek. Kamek is not from Namek. You don't know that. No, I do. Where's Kamek from then? This is the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm. I don't a, think so. I think he invaded the Mushroom Kingdom. He's just a magic turtle. What's your answer then? He's oh, from, he's from the Mushroom Kingdom. Change my mind. Boomer from Super Mario RPG because I get a whole tower. I get mm. to marry Princess Peach. I have a bunch of guys who like look out oh, for yeah, me. That's the sniffits. Good. Yeah, sniffits. Yeah. My initial response when I was just thinking about run-of-the-mill baseline Mario enemies from the early Mario games was Buzzy Beetle Ooh. because he's a mutifier, you know, which is like better than a turtle. Yeah. The guy's kind of a cool look. Um, but also one of those screen-filling gigantic bullet bills. Pretty good. That'd be pretty good. If I could be a, free, a chain chomp that's not ch- like tied down to a post. Just like a wild like chain Like a free-roaming, yeah. free-range chain chomp. That'd be pretty cool too. Could I, could I be Wario? Account? You could do anything you want. I want to be Wario. Would you say Wario is Mario's enemy, though? Like, in a vague sense. As much as, like, Donkey Kong is. <laughs> I feel like their relationship is a lot more strenuous than Wario and Mario's. I feel like 
Wario and Mario are They're like frenemies, like business rivals or something. You know, yeah, like yeah, okay. they kind of respect each other a little bit, but it's mostly about you know the business. Donkey Kong and Mario have real beef that dates back. Like, but I feel decade. like they have real beef that then they got buried when like they ruined Donkey Kong with the release of Donkey Kong Country sixty four. Uh, no, even before that, are you are you anti Donkey Kong sixty four? It was fine. Did I talk about how I had to research Jungle Japes? No, like I couldn't. I didn't know the name of it. Like I, I was, I, I had that. I had that music stuck in my head, and I was like, "How did this song get associated with Donkey Kong? Because it's not from any of the Donkey Kongs I care about." What the fuck happened? How did this become the Donkey Kong song? There's already a perfectly good one from original ass fucking Donkey Kong. Uh, and so, and then, but then, the, the, so then I had it stuck in my head, and I couldn't figure out what the hell the name of the track was, and I had to, to just. I it took me upwards of seven to eight minutes <sighs> to piece together uh, a handful of search terms that resulted in jungle japes donkey kong music no because when you good. when you when you search for like donkey kong theme donkey kong music you get the dk rap every time really yeah ah that's great yeah there's a lot a lot of dk rap in there. Uh-oh. you want to uh speaking of rap let's rap with one of our callers absolutely What's all right, you're on. We'll give up? you a beat and you Yo, got a freestyle. Okay, right, you just go. Give me a hot 16. Um, hey, Jeff. Uh, hey. Um, so Hi. I've been playing shooters for a long while, since like 98, and I've always used sound to help me like know where people were mm-hmm. in maps, like uh, Quake 2. And But I moved down to D.C. about a while ago, and I got my first job because Will Petting, I guess, uh, I got myself a 7.1 speaker. Uh, not a speaker. T- yeah, some point one speaker headset. Yeah, and it was disgusting how much better I got. <laughs> um, and it really came to a peak when Rainbow Six Siege was released, where I would literally know where everyone on the MV team was. Like he is upstairs uh, over there. I think he's loading his shotgun now. Yeah. Um, it got to and there's a feature in Rainbow Six where you can jump into when you're when you're dead. Because I would play like mega aggressive because I was hearing this stuff. Yeah, I would jump into someone's head and hear from their point of view, and I would tell them that yeah, the dude is like up those stairs, going to first room to the right. Uh, I think there's a table. He's behind because I would hear like the type of walking he was doing was like ramming into something. Right. It sounded like oh, there's there was like really only one thing in there that table. So get ready for a fight. Um, what do you think of that? Uh, of having hardware that gives you almost a cheat like ability in the game. Like it gave me ESP in Rainbow six, but I could, but I knew like if you got a faster modem on muds, it was a PVP mud. You had major, major advantages as well in that too. Yeah. I don't know. I, when, when surround sound first started coming to console games, uh, you know, like PS two original Xbox era, I was kind of not for it originally. Uh, for some of those reasons, but also it seemed like it, it was, you know, way more expensive than too. Uh, and I remember just being, uh, it, it was just like a lot of money to spend. So you could hear like footsteps behind you. Um, but as games got more and more competitive, yeah, that stuff starts to to matter more. I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's coded into the games, you know, if they didn't want to do it, they could just limit the, uh, amount of positional audio you sort of get uh, to limit the amount of information. But I guess, you know, everyone wants like more realistic stuff. They want to take advantage of their expensive setups and stuff. Like, yeah, I, I generally, I feel like if you're, you know, if like with siege being that way, it really seems like anyone playing siege in an esports setting would definitely want to have a headset like that. Right. Do you, I, I wonder if like tournaments are played on like that type of gear. Actually, the finals for that just happened, and one of the players were actually caught like with their headphones slightly off because I like because the way he wore a hat and he wore it over he wore his headphones over the hat, and they thought he was cheating for listening to the crowd, but they looked normal, and I think they're standardized. Yeah. Huh. Um, also, I just heard, thought of something. What if like do is it developers right? Uh, do you have to think about like? Do we have to make this multiplayer game play the same frame rate and resolution for original Xbox One versus like a souped up Xbox One? Do they have to be concerned about that now? I don't think so. I, I think that you know that's the 
you know, I, I, there are, are going to end up being like some benefits of like, hey, I've got a smoother frame rate in this game than a player on the original Xbox. But at this point, especially with those platforms having been out for a while, you know, anyone taking that, that stuff like super seriously, especially in an esports context, is going to probably have upgraded. Um, okay. So I, I don't know that it's necessarily like, like, is it necessarily fair? Like, no, but like that stuff hasn't been fair on the PC forever because. You know, you you had people that were playing Doom with no sound card, probably. Yeah. At some also, point. So. Also, there was a point in Quake where players with Voodoo cards were actually having advantage because they could see through that water. Right. Yeah. As soon as yeah, when you were able to download the the when you had GL Quake and you could see into the water, like yeah, you were just unstoppable at that point. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It was. Yeah. For like one time. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where it's technically unfair, but it ends up being in such a weird way that like you wouldn't want to restrict players that spent the extra money on cool shit. Right. So you kind of just spec for that and go like, well, hey, yeah, you, you try and off you try and level the playing field as much as you can on your end as, as the developer, you know, sure. there's not yeah. much you can do. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, there's just straight up cheaters too, right? Who are going to, you know, right. yeah. cheat at, and you can ban those guys, but like. The gray areas, it seems really hard to figure out a firm stance on it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, San Salvador asks, now that you have a 4K TV and a 144 hertz display, what has a bigger effect, resolution or high frame rate? Uh, High frame rate. Definitely. Every single time. I would take 1440p and 165 frames a second because I overclocked my monitor. Woo! It's a button. I don't know. Um, over 4K every time. The though, the OLED TV is fantastic. Like that's a it's a it's a great TV. If I could merge all those things, OLED proper HDR, 165 hertz, and then I guess 4K because why not at that point? You know, for fucking just a drawn up dream tech, then why not? Um, I guess it'll get there at some point. That's you know like the. HDR on PC is slowly working its way into more stuff. Uh, so, you know, there's got to be an OLED PC monitor by now. Probably. I guess there are some TVs that are starting to get, well, I don't know if there's TVs, but like, you know, the, with the Xbox One supports FreeSync, which is kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, I guess that stuff. I wonder if that stuff will be more prevalent in televisions and consoles and stuff next time out. Uh, Peace Brother asks, why don't people talk more about Space Giraffe? It's a great question. Why aren't more people talking about Space Giraffe, Ben? What's there to say that hasn't been said? I guess so. Uh, yeah, you know, really all that's left to say is like, man, Space Giraffe. Remember Space Giraffe? That's good. Uh, yeah, I guess people could say that more. For yeah. sure. Yeah, we could definitely be spending more time talking about Space Giraffe, but all you would really say... I don't think I've ever actually played it. I've only seen people play it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else is okay? Yeah. Voicemails. I love voicemails. I'm going to say they're better than okay, or way worse, depending <laughs> on the quality of the voicemail. So surprise me. Let's get surprised. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Dan. Uh, just leaving a minor league baseball game. Uh, between my hometown team, the Lookouts, and a team from Florida called the Jumbo Shrimps. Great. And I was just wondering if you uh, owned a minor league baseball team, what shitty name and mascot would you come up for it? Have a a good one. You ever go to a Crushers game? I went to one. It's the Sonoma County Crushers, right? And they're a softball team, aren't they? I think they were minor league, and then they changed to... Because they were like the minor league affiliated with the Giants at one point. And Uh, then I think they went away for like a year or two and came back as softball? I don't even remember. It was a long time ago when I I went. I went to one Crushers game, and I remember thinking, man, how come we don't go to more Crushers games? We could be one of the nine people here (laughs) getting wasted. Yeah. Uh, I went to uh, a Crushers game on Grateful Dead Day. (laughs) (laughs) My dad really wanted to go. Um, Did he specifically want to go because it was Grateful Dead Day? Yeah, he was a deadhead. Um, And boy, I didn't really know what weed was. 
because I was, you know, I was like seven or eight. Yeah. But I knew that there was a lot of weed there. Okay. <laughs> Even at that point, you knew. Uh, if I had to come up with a, a shitty name for a sports team. Um, hmm. The Razzle Dazzlers. And the mascot is, um, he's like a dude, he's like a, imagine a man made out of a disco ball. And he gets out there and he's got like dance moves and stuff and you shine different lights on him and it reflects off. And he, I actually, I'm just thinking of when I saw Arcade Tour on, or Mm. Arcade Fire on tour, because they actually did that exact thing. Uh, my team would be the derelicts and the mascot would be this guy wearing like a big disco ball and you could like shine lights at him. He would like dance around <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. If you want to leave a voicemail like that one, give us a call at 707-394-8358. That's right. Leave us a voicemail anytime, day or night. Probably night. Probably night. Yeah. After you've been drinking and thinking about life and regrets and stuff like that. Yeah. When your regrets are at the highest, call us. You'll Leave surely us your greatest regret, regret. It. Yeah. Um, oh God. Yes. Call us with your greatest regret <laughs> anonymously if you if you want. Oh boy. <laughs> you ever say something and then wish you didn't? Every day. <laughs> Every day. Uh, Sir Demo says, "How long until sports teams represent corporations instead of cities?" I feel like soccer's there already, uh, just not in name. But like they all have sponsored jerseys where like the team in Seattle just has the Xbox logo on the front of their jerseys. And it's just like, oh, that's the Xbox team. Team Xbox. They play soccer. What else do they do? I don't know. I think that's it. I'm not sure. They should just call themselves the Seattle Xboxes. They should go that way with it. Where it's it's not the instead of a city name, it's a city name, and then the brand is the team name. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's totally the norm in in soccer and has been forever. And yeah, Japan, yes, definitely they have uh, all sorts of uh, corporate named teams, Yomiuri Giants and stuff. Uh. Hmm. Ronan Drummer 200 says, how do you deal with sunburn on your feet when you need to wear shoes for your job? Asking for a friend. God. I think you just got to get, you just got to write off a pair of socks and just go, I'm just going to fill these with lotion. I'm going to fill these socks full of lotion. Yep. I think that's the best way. Just kind of soak, soak them overnight in lotion. And then slide in. Uh, uh, I, uh, you gotta do it you gotta do you it you got to do it snoop dog style <laughs> you got to do it you got to soak them socks in them lotion son i uh um, what it do nephew <laughs> <laughs> oh god it hurts um i i got a lot of and then he starts doing his bootsy collins stuff yeah because that's what everyone comes to snoop dog for uh, yeah uh i've worn a lot of orthotics custom orthotics in my day because uh, I got real fucked up feet, and you know to do them, um, they kind of paper mache your foot, and then cut it off with okay. like a saw. Yeah, and it's the most terrifying thing every time because this saw is just like, like one of those tiny rotary blades, like a pizza cutter, but automatically it, spinning. It's like, like scissors. Imagine scissors, but with a saw blade inside of it, like serrated scissors, kind of. But like an actual like. Oh oh oh! Yeah. Like motorized pair of scissors. Yeah, like that's fucking devious yeah it's fucked up that's some horror movie shit but they got new tech they they can do it all with an ipad camera now and medicine's fucking wild wait so they don't oh instead of taking the cast of your yeah, foot they, they just, just use point a depth an iPad camera at yeah, it. Yeah. yeah the guy was showing me it was crazy it's the power of connect you ever seen what the bottom of a custom orthotic needing foot looks like well bam there it is you want to take a call? I would love to take a call. How about we take a call from a caller? Let's take a call from a caller. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm calling from New York. Hello, Sam. What's on your mind? New York. Very popular. Yes. Giant bomb location. That's right. Number one in New York. Giant bomb after, after show. Number one in New York. Go ahead. 
My question is, like, with Windjammers 2 and Streets of Rage 4, uh, it really seems like franchises we thought could be just totally closed books can still pop back up. Uh, if you could give any game uh, in history a sequel, what would it be? My gut, like, first reaction is probably not the best answer, but Freedom Fighters was the first thing that Ooh. came to mind. My gut reaction was ActRaiser. Oh, yeah. Except ActRaiser 2 was kind of a bummer. It was. I want an ActRaiser 1 sequel. Sure, yes. I would like a sequel <laughs> to Streets of Rage 2. Uh, if, we're, if, if that's the, the route we're going. Uh, How about you, caller? I don't know. Maybe a new Dark Cloud, but Level mm. 5 is kind of busy making every Japanese game in existence right now. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A new Dark Cloud would be cool. That'd be really neat. Uh, like, yeah, I, I think, you know, that there's, it'd be great to see a new syndicate, uh, both of the old original syndicate variety and a follow-up to the Starbreeze syndicate. Um, give me another mystical ninja game. Yeah, why not? Another mystical ninja game. Uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of, you know, G police comes up a lot. Uh, what's G police? Uh, it's a Cygnosis game, like a futuristic cop thing. Colony Wars, another similar Cygnosis thing, like kind of a space sim type deal. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people would like to see a new Wipeout in a lot of ways. Um, though I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, they still put out Wipeout here and there. Thanks for your call. Thank um, you. Yeah. Um, yeah, someone said Evil Zone 2. <laughs> Fucking sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Ah, yeah, Kidby says Metal Gear Rising 2. That would be good. Mr. Mosquito 3. Yeah, why not? Sequel to PsyOps. Balls 3D. Oh, balls Nolf. 4D. Yeah, Balls 4D. Time 40. balls. Time balls. It's crazy. Uh, Nolf. Yeah, Nolf. People like Nolf. Uh, Footmunch asks, will there be another fear? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. That's that's my gut. You know, hey, eventually there'll be another something. I'll put it this way. Fear, F-E-A-R, is probably a good enough name that Warner Brothers will eventually do something with it. I think it's theirs. Pretty sure it's theirs. Because model, anyway, whatever it was. Didn't they do the, yeah, I think they put out the last one. Anyway, it's a good enough name that eventually they do something with it. Whether or not it is like a proper sequel to Fear, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Um, we have a stunning turn of events here. Okay. Um, sounds like we have a fan of the minor league Jumbo Shrimps team who wants to hop in here and has something to say. Great. About okay. the Jumbo Shrimps. Great. Okay. So here we go. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Andrew calling from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, but I'm here to talk about the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimps. Yeah. Uh, as brought up earlier, uh, I just thought I'd uh, leave you guys with a rendition of their wonderful theme song. Great. Uh, one, two, three, four. We are the Jumbo Shrimp here to play a game. <laughs> ah, we are the Jumbo Shrimp here to play a game. <laughs> thank you outstanding thank you for (laughs) your call you brought me so much joy i needed to cut it short and make sure there was nothing else that could bring me down from that (laughs) uh sir demos with one more question here if jim davis offered you the rights to make the next garfield game what would you do with it i would make the sickest garfield fighting game ever oh god fertilities yep that's just, all I got. There'd be, Can I get a producer credit? There, yeah, sure, absolutely. There'd be stage finishers where you like knock people into a pit of lasagna, like yeah. a giant lasagna. You can just take all the stages from the save, Saving Arlene and uh, totally, yeah, World just make Tour. a side view and just done. Yeah, yeah, just turn the camera. Sewers two, yeah, sewers two, and turn it in play. No, yeah, because it's like the people on the right have a little bit of. There's a weird, <laughs> there's a weird thing for the player two side uh, on sewers two. Um, jumbo shrimp. We are. That can't be their real theme. I call bullshit. Dude was making that up. Dude's in Calgary. He's a Canadian. Canadians won't lie. 
It's a fair point. They're incapable of it. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Just like Shakira. Yeah. Canadian. Those Canadians don't lie. That's the original name of that Shakira song. Uh, you got another voicemail for me over there? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. So a little, a little behind the curtains here. I download, you know, maybe let's say five to ten voicemails a week yeah. and put them in a folder here for uh-huh. easy access. And we never get to nearly as many as I download, right? Yep, yeah. Better to have more than you need. Of course. But then we're left with this weird little archive here of voicemails that I don't quite remember, but I'm sure they're good because I downloaded them, them for at some, a reason. I pulled them for a reason. So uh, let's go ahead and hit this one that's called randypitchford.mp3. Gentlemen, what's your take on prequels? No. <laughs> I think... They're almost always bad and not interesting. Is this Randy Pitchford? Also, what's your take on the term yeet? Y-E-E-T. That's what the kids are saying. It is what the kids are saying. I don't. I may have mislabeled that one. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, what's your thought on yeet? I, I don't really have, have any... seen. Have you seen the vines? Have I seen the vines? Um, have I, you have you hit a yeet? I don't know if I have hit a yeet. Now that I think about it, yeah. Like I, I I'm fair. I stay reasonably up on some stuff, but yeah. I, I've not seen it. I've not seen enough yeet to call it a thing. I guess. Okay. I'll, I'll show, I am I'll, not completely unfamiliar with the term, but contextually, I don't know that I actually have anything for you. I'll, uh, you know, I can uh, help you out after this. But uh, great. Uh, and as for prequels, I don't know. I, I think uh, Yakuza Zero is a fantastic game. I think there's a there's a lot of room for prequels to be That's cool in like a story, like a a story heavy franchise. If you've got a lot of loose ends or, or cool origin story shit that you can get into. Uh, I think that that's really neat. I really liked that uh, Bioshock. I, I think it's really geek. <laughs> that my do do I do. Yeah, you're close. Okay. That one Bioshock uh, DLC that was like the events right before uh, oh, yeah. Bioshock 1. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I Googled video game prequels because I couldn't remember any. Um, Halo Reach, Metroid oh, yeah. Prime. Reach is, Reach is good. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Eh. Prime. Eh. MGS3. Eh. Deus Ex. Oh, is that? The Human Revolution one, I guess, is a prequel. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's some good ones, okay. but yeah, I feel like generally prequels, I, I I feel like they tend to over-explain, like in movies specifically. I, I, like, I mean, the classic example is uh, Star Wars and when they start trying to get into like midi-chlorians and stuff. It's like you don't, we don't need that. That doesn't make the original movies better. Totally. Yeah. It's just over-explaining. Like right. I, I feel like a lot of prequels tend to do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a there's a weird line for like, hey, explain enough to be like, oh, here's some fascinating tidbits that help flesh out these interesting stories that I already liked, but don't necessarily like ruin them in the process. Like Star Wars. Which they ruined in the process. Do you maybe want to play one more voicemail that you don't remember and see yeah. if maybe we can find the one that was about Randy Pitchford? <laughs> that... Yeah, let's just go for this one right here. Hey, Ben and Jeff. You guys like bowling? I'm always trying to get people to go bowling with me, and uh, they just tell me no, and it's fucked up. But I just want to see if you guys like bowling. Thanks. Uh, that was Randy Pitchford. Okay. Uh, avid bowler. Yeah. Uh, but having trouble finding people to go with. You like bowling? I sure, yeah. I, I don't know that I would double decker. Uh, we, there's a there's one in Petaluma. I usually go to that uh, one, okay. uh, double decker in Runner Park. Yeah. I went to a couple of times, but uh, we would go because they would have quarter shoes, quarter games twice, oh, nice. twice a week. So during the summer, I went bowling a couple weeks ago, and man, what an upsell! They were trying to like we just we just were like, hey, fuck it, let's go bowling uh, and go bowl a game. Uh, and this dude was trying to upsell me on like, Hey, if you pay this price, that is three to four times the amount or two to three times the amount of money you're going to be spending here today, 
You can bowl three games a day all summer long. Oh, wow. One price. How much? Uh, I will say it was like 60 bucks or 50 bucks or something. And this was when we first showed up. And I was like, eh, well, we'll just take the one game and we'll just, we'll just uh, take the lane as is. And, and hey, you know, hey, maybe. You know, we'll, maybe we'll talk later. Um, just take it from there, I think is what I said. <laughs> so we bowled one game and we're like, can we get the fuck out of here? Yeah, absolutely. I think I had hurt my, my arm is still, my arm hurts. My arm hurt before that. And I didn't remember that. And then I went bowling and I think I, I think I fucked it up even more. I don't know. Rotator cuff, something going on. So there's something up with my fucking arm. <laughs> Should go to a fucking arm doctor. I I am fucking like days away from saying, I, I guess I need to go to a fucking arm doctor because this doesn't seem to be getting any better. Uh, I'm waking up going like, man, my arm is fucked up. Uh, and then it's fine after I get up. Anyway. How you bowl? Shitty. <laughs> is that like your standard greeting for people? How you bowl? Yeah. How you bowl? How you bowl? Um, no, I, I try to, uh, so I have to stand, I'm left-handed, so I have to stand all the way at the right end of the lane and then try to bowl as straight as possible I, with no, like, like not a lot of spin on it. Now, if I throw it hard enough, I'll, I'll get like a couple of strikes here and there. I can usually break 100. I, and I think once I even got 150, which I was pretty into. So I don't know. I'm not, not the worst bowler in the world, I guess, but I'm not a good bowler. Yeah, I, you, feel like, you bowl? I feel like I average in the like low hundreds. Yeah, probably something um, like that. That's... My grandpa is a, was a tremendous bowler. Uh, he taught me how to bowl, and he got a perfect game once and got like a framed oh, picture nice. of yeah, him yeah. up. In the, it's actually it's like right off the highway, Highway Twelve. I forget what town it is in, but it's still up there. I like went. I was driving with my partner the other like months ago. We passed it. I was like, yeah, let's come in here and still up there. He's since passed, but it's really cool that yeah. they like honor that that's and pretty awesome about it yeah yeah um so we went we bowled our game and we're like let's get out of here and then on the way out dude is like so you know it's, it's at a discount now and it was clear that the discount was like because most of the summer is over yeah and there are not that many days left to get the installment plan yeah <laughs> uh, and so you'd be hard pressed to get your money's worth out well i don't know you, you feel like bowling whatever um i would have not gotten my money's worth and then his final little upsell tweak on it was like, and you get $20 in credits for our arcade. Oh! And I turned and looked at the arcade, which was a big buck hunter machine. Fuck yeah. Uh, <clears throat> a punching bag. Okay. That Terminator big gun game thing. Yeah. Uh, an air hockey table, a couple of redemption-looking machines, like, and also everything looked kind of fucked up. Yeah, and I just turned and looked at it. Just went, <laughs> no, nah, it's not really my thing, man. <laughs> I don't get down on those video games. Um, and uh, I did not take him up on his offer. Mm. Nice as he was, uh, it did not seem like a fantastic deal. That arcade uh, at that bowling alley was where I played most of my Street Fighter Alpha 1 and 2 and most of my Mortal Kombat 3. Oh. Mm-hmm. They used to have a, a much, uh, they, they used to have a proper arcade there. Sure. Yeah, it's Back sad. when proper it, arcades existed. It's sad to see like movie arcades and stuff like that just be either non-existent or a machine or two when I have really good memories of like playing CVS 2 at the Roxy and like, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and stuff like that. Um, the big buck hunter machine had a credit in it. I noticed that when I turned and looked at it. So I like said, no, not really my thing. And then immediately walked over and played big buck hunter for free. Uh, you just like flip them off as you're walking <laughs> away. Like suck it, dude. Um, also that game sucks. Really? I've never like, played a maybe big it was bug broken, but it was just like, it was a shitty light gun game where like a couple of deer are going to run across the screen. Yeah. And then a sexy lady pops up. And then a sexy up. lady pops up. Like between rounds, it's just like a different sexy lady going, this kind of jerky animation of a sexy lady doing a thing. And then it gets to a bonus stage where I shot a bunch of UFOs and then it was over. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Like I missed most of the deer because the aim on this gun seems incredibly off. Uh, I couldn't get it to shoot half the time when I pulled the trigger. It was a, it was a bad, it's a bad goddamn time. Big Buck Hunter. Check this out. 
What if they rebranded it as Big Bug Hunter and it is a Starship Troopers game? I I get I would be more into that. And it plays good. Okay, yeah. If it plays good, I would be interested in that. And instead of a sexy lady popping up in between every level, she's just always on screen in the corner, like doing Fortnite dances. Great. Yeah. That's I need to learn the Fortnite dances anyway. So <laughs> if this is gonna help me with that. I had a moment this weekend where I was like, I for my youth need to learn the Fortnite dances. And started and like found a YouTube compilation of all of them and how to do them and practiced a couple. Which ones, which ones did you gravitate towards? Uh, which ones you're like, these are the Fortnite dances I need to Definitely know. started with the default, the like, you know, clap running man okay. yeah. point thing at the end. Um, you know, uh oh god, what's it called? Uh the the backpack kid dance, uh flossing. Uh, oh, yeah okay and there was one more that i practiced but you know i gotta get ready for packs is basically what i'm saying oh yeah that makes sense yeah okay this all like has just <laughs> snapped into a context now that i'm like okay yeah i get you i get you i think that's gonna do it for us here today with you at home or wherever you are in your car calling in the voicemail number from your car that's what I recommend. No, 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 don't, don't, don't phone and drive. Get your, get your passenger to call in and yell the questions at them and then have them ask us. Yeah. Relay it that way. Um, yeah. That's we, the only smart way to do it. We got to stay safe out there. We're going to be back next week. That's right. We'll be here next week. We got our voicemail line. Give us a call. Yeah. Send call. us your deepest, darkest regret. Not darkest. Just send us. Let us be your sounding board. Yes. I'm not necessarily going to play them if they're like really sad, but you know, if you just need somebody to call and, and talk to the void, I'm not, I'm, I'm we cool. are we'll the cool. void we'll cool. that you need. And we'll have your phone number and your voicemail. So consider that. 